Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy. My guest, Mary Keita Solis, is here, and I'm so super excited that she's decided to join us today and have an amazing conversation. So she's going to tell you a little bit about who she is and what it is that she does. Mary Keita, take it away. Thank you, Tammy. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm Mary Keita, and I'm a joyful relationship coach. I really help ladies step into their feminine energy um, to create the relationships they deserve um, and to break those toxic patterns that are holding them back um, and to shift you know, into their divine power center, um, listening to themselves and really full awareness of how and what they're attracting and really leveling up into attracting something better for them in their relationship and their lives. And it's, it's just such a joy to work with women, um, to really show them their divine um, source of wisdom, to tap into that. I mean, nothing makes me happier than that. So that is powerful. That's powerful. All right. So we're going to get into it. So how did you get to that place? I mean, what brought you to the place where you knew that you had a, a deeper calling to help women in this in this arena. Well, I was um, for years. I started out, um, I guess, as a teenager, and and, and started this pattern of of um, undervaluing myself. Um, one of my first boyfriends was just he cheated on me multiple times and I and out of desperation I was trying to create this love affair I was I mean this big love for myself when I was 15 16 years old and I didn't realize you know that I was just letting go of who I was and, and pretending that it was okay to be cheated on and so that whole pattern of not um, honoring myself just continued throughout the years and accepting so much less than I deserved and um, I was creating this in my life by um, allowing these toxic behaviors um, to um, just to really um, I was, it was a silent agreement that I was saying it was okay because I never spoke up for myself because I didn't know that there was a place inside of me that was powerful. And um, so, yes, and this went on until my forties, um, always um, really getting into relationships too quickly, attracting the same kind of people that didn't, you know, the guys that didn't value me. And um, I, it was, a, I mean, I was great at creating this. I just wasn't aware that there was another way to create a better way that was more serving to my soul and to my heart. I didn't realize I needed to protect my heart. That I was just throwing her, you know, just right into the, you know, into the bushes and, you know, letting her get trampled on. So that now I, um, I became, you know, I had enough finally of being left to the side and just begging and pleading and creating from this place of desperation instead of creating from power. You know, I didn't know what my values were in life. I didn't have any idea. I just would say, okay, well, I'm going to go create this amazing, you know, love, this really honorable love. And I did it with these horrible behaviors that were um, 
just like desperate, needy, overgiving. And so that's what I got relationships that weren't authentic. Um, yeah. But now, you know, now from a place of power, you know, creating the, the relationships I have today in all areas of my life are authentic. And I'm able to see clearly what doesn't serve me and to step away from it and to have take responsibility to say to the, you know, the person, you know, like, I didn't, I wasn't honest with you. I, I made myself out to be someone who I wasn't. And, you know, now it's time for me to step up and be honest. And this is really who I am. And how can we make our relationship better? You know, because I want to up level our relationship and I'm taking responsibility first for not stepping up to the plate like I should have. So that's, you know, a big shift. Okay. So what was the thing that what was the straw that broke the camel's back? What was the thing that made you know, or even made you see that those were patterns that you were walking in, that you had been walking in for years and years and years? Because a lot of times people have a catalyst, you know? And so um, what I'm asking is what was the catalyst that made you say, okay, you know, enough is enough. I need to, you know, find me. I need to get some education. You know, what, what was the catalyst? Well, I felt like there was a, a special guy and I thought, well, this is really the one he was just really made me so happy he had a nice house and he seemed very successful and, and in all areas. Right. But I knew that deep down inside that I wasn't a good match for him, but I just forgot. I did just ignored all that. I had my blinders on. Yes. And so, and then he cheated on me and I, and I left and then I took him back. And then, you know, the relationship just didn't have it. It didn't have those core values. And, and so then we ended it again. And I just was just so devastated. I thought I can't go on anymore like this. I mean, here I am in my forties and I'm never going to find love. And, and I didn't, I just hated myself. I beat myself up every night. You know, I would stay awake all night long thinking I blew it with this perfect guy if I had only pretended you know if I only was better at pretending yes then he would have never known who I really was and we could be together and I just didn't even know I couldn't even I didn't even know how to have compassion for myself so out of desperation I was just looking up something on self-compassion and I got the book you know self-compassion by Kristen Neff and that's where it started um and during that week, I remember walking by the TV set and I heard a voice saying, oh, well, you're a child of God and, and, and today is your day. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know what? I thought I was at the edge of desperation. I heard this beautiful voice and it was Joel Osteen. And I didn't know who he was or why the TV was on, but I know that was like <laughs> heaven sent. Thank God someone actually thinks that I'm worthy, right? Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, that was very powerful in that same week. I remember reading an article that was saying like, I don't know where it was, but I was just saying, why are you treating yourself the way that they treated you? And I thought, you're right. Why am I treating myself? My my ex-boyfriend is gone who didn't care about me and treated me so terribly. Now I've just taken on that role. Why am I doing that same thing? So that was like those three powerful, those three powerful um events really shifted you know that Joel Osteen and reading that and you know and then the self-compassion book coming and then I really up leveled by just doing 
reading all night long, instead of staying up crying, I was staying up reading and trying to better myself. And I was listening to Les Brown and how he would talk about, you know, those voices in your head and he would tell them to shut up. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> and he's such a powerful speaker. So, you know, I, I realized that. that there's so many people out there that want to help us. And so I was able to drudge something up. And, you know, as the years went on and I really came back into who I really was, I thought I really want to help others. And what's the best way to serve? And so I started taking coaching classes and um, um, with a gentleman here in Atlanta. And so recently I shifted into um, feminine energy and feminine empowerment um, coaching and classes and that, which has been, um, wow, it's been so inspirational to allow and, you know, to flow in the gentleness, a whole nother, a whole nother system. And um, so anyway, I could just talk forever on that. It's so exciting, you know. That's to, fine because you know, that is why we're here. Um, you can see your passion. And the thing is, is it's like, um, what I found is in interviewing so many people, I'm, I was just thinking, um, it's like something that you've been through is the thing that you're most passionate to help other people with, you know? And it's like, like, like the interview that you and I did, that was fabulous because that was just like, um, so eye-opening probably for a lot of women that, you know, just like you, you keep choosing this, the same partner, the same man, same woman that's treating you, you know, bad. And, and each one, you know, maybe a little worse or might be the same, but they're the same, you know, it's the same energy and you're, you're choosing that person, but you don't even realize that it's a pattern. You know, you, you could, you could just interchange the names, you know, and yeah. that that's powerful. I thought that was so amazing. So um, in the feminine empowerment, how have you been able to help women to um, actually learn how to stand up for themselves and learn how to step into that feminine? Because, you know, I think we talked before uh, about women that are in corporate, you know, and that they've had to step into that masculine power for so long, you know, or you know, I think I share with you in my case, my ex-husband was not, he was not um, a provider and he just didn't have that in him. And so I had to step into that masculine and I find I had to really begin to merge and blend the feminine, you know, and, and allow it to come forth so that I could be in that place of allowing in order to be able to do the things that I feel called to do. So when you work with women that are, say, in the corporate arena and they've had to step in that place where they just step up and do, you know, do the masculine and, and they're not, um, they're always in that push energy and they're not in that place of allowing, you know, where, you know, they are stepping back and just, you know, realizing and looking. And, and it, to me, it's almost like they're not stopping and smelling the flowers, you know, they're not realizing that, you know, there's a whole world out there. They're just like a horse with the blinders on. So how do you help those women to be able to step into that feminine place that we all need to step into? Because, you know, and I have to say this as well, there's masculine and feminine in everybody. It's not just, just, a, just a man woman thing, but it's, um, it's like a yin and a yang, you know, there's a masculine, there's a feminine and we all have it. So how do you help women that are out of balance in that area where they're just, you know, 
jumping in the masculine and they're push, 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 but the feminine energy is calling to them. Well, I think it's about getting clear, you know, really stepping up to allowing feelings and, and, and feeling and just, just, just really tuning into what you're feeling um, instead of really kind of um, listening to that, that mind, you know, um, and that linear thing. But, you know, what, what am I feeling and what are my needs in this moment? Um, and what can I allow into my life? I mean, what is the growth potential here? If I just allow and say, let everything be what it is, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to have some tight structure for the dating process um, that's going to hold me in this fixed loop of um, if I don't have a, this guy doesn't call me on the, you know, by this time, then everything's over, then we go to plan B, then we go to plan C, but instead just allowing, and again, creating from that place of power and the feminine place of power is discovery. It's not something fixed. It's not linear. Um, so really getting in tune with the values of what you want in your life. And a lot of times women that are in the corporate world have isolated themselves um, and are, yes. are really kind of, and so they're in that, in that little belief system of I'm alone. And they, they, they're thinking that no one is there for them, but their behaviors are, isolate, are isolating themselves, you know, from keeping them from other people. So it's not really that other people aren't there, but they're not allowing again for other people to be in, in, into their life, into their heart, that they're so used to doing it all by themselves. And yes. that's, you know, the, the, uh, the thing is, well, I don't need a man. <laughs> I can do it all. But the fact is we need each other as people. Yes. So really tuning into that and really shifting um, that mindset um, of recognizing that we need, we need each other. We started out as little babies. I mean, we've always been helped and it's our job to help others. So shifting yes. into that mindset and allowing growth, allowing new potential discovery, you know, grace, um, and just these really creative elements um, instead of um, instead of the masculine way and seeing what the potential is just discovering it because so many women don't even understand that like when when they're said when you're calling a guy and asking him out you're setting up the stage for you to be that <laughs> be the the um, kind of like well to be the masculine energy right that that and you're and, and then what, what does that leave the man? You know, where, what position does that leave? That leaves him to step into the feminine because there can't be two masculines. If it is, it's going to be a clash, you yes. know, and, and we do all have masculine and feminine. I'm just um, in, in, you know, so really being aware of what's serving at the best moment. Sure, we have to step into the masculine. It may be at work, getting everything done, right? But yes, but then we can let it go and allow, um, allow our dates to, open the door for us, bring us roses, treat us like the queens we are, right? Instead yes. of saying, I don't need anybody to hold the door open. I've seen that so many times, you know, that's a, just a beautiful gift. So let's allow it, you know? Yes, 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 yes. That, yes. I, as you were talking, I was thinking about um, when I met my husband and I told him, he said, well, we can meet somewhere. You know, we were going out on our first date and I said, I'm old fashioned you going to come get me. <laughs> I said, I'm old fashioned and I'm from the South. I said, so you going to come get me, you know, and that set the stage for that, you know, and then, you know, the other thing I 
told him was, I said, um, I'm not going to date you for 20 years, you know, because we, we're not children, you know, we're not 20 years old. I said, I'm not going to be your girlfriend forever. I said, so, you know, you got to make a decision if, you know, I'm the person that, you know, you're supposed to be with. I said, you know, I love you. I said, but, you know, this is, this is how that is, you know, so that set that up for, you know, that, because, you know, a lot of women will just, you know, sit around and they'll just, you know, be with the person and, you know, clearly the man may not have any intentions of marrying them if that's something that they want, you know, because everybody doesn't want that. But for me, like I said, I'm old fashioned. That's how I, you know, I was married at 19. So I've read studies that said that people that get married young, they're used to being married. And that's why some of them get married over and over and over because it's just what you're, it's like you're programmed, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't even realize it. So um, as you deal with these ladies, what is one of the hardest things that you have to overcome with them? Well, I think the belief that they're not enough, you know, Uh and they're always overgiving and and trying to prove and, and that doesn't leave any space for um, romance when you're overgiving and you're calling and you're needy, you know, it's not allowing the other person to, you know, it's not respectful to either one of you because there's no discovery because it's, it's smothering. So how yes. can there be creativity and discovery if it's smothering and you're always like with your each, with, with each other. And so when you're really your, your foundation, and so it's, you have yourself and your belief, you know, here I am and I believe I'm not enough, but then that whole thing comes into everything where you're always proving and, and you're, it's not just a two-dimensional field, it's a three-dimensional field. So you're always believing I'm not enough, I'm not enough. So I've always got to give back. I've got to do more than other people because I'm just not enough. And so that's one of the biggest blocks that we have. So, you know, working with ladies, we've got to figure out what are these blocks? Like I'm not enough or I'm, um, I'm, I'm always alone, you know, that what we just talked about the other lady, you know, that well, there's no one out there for me. So what are the blocks and how can we start to shift? And what is that, you know, that belief of I'm not worthy, um, I'm not lovable. What is that bringing into your life? What are the behaviors that go along with that? And how can we shift those behaviors? What's the awareness that, you know, working with my clients, they're going to come up with that, you know? we're going to have a good conversation and they're going to, I'm not going to say, well, this is what it is. You know, it's the insight that's coming out from their wisdom inside of their soul and their, you know, so, and that's, what's so beautiful to see, you know, see these ladies just really tap into that inner wisdom. Yes. I I think that would be amazing because it's like, we, we all have it, you know, we all have it inside of us. And the thing is, is, so many times, just like you said, from a child that started for you, you know? And so to me, you would have the insight to see that in somebody else, you know, and see, you know, where did this come from? Because sometimes that's what it takes when you are helping people is finding out what the root of the cause is, you know, instead of just dealing with, you know, the symptoms, because what it is now is symptoms, you know, by finding that out where, what was the root and let's see if we can dig that up, you know, and see if we can, you know, do some inner child healing or do you do that? 
<laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, we, you know, that's, I think that's really beautiful when we can tap into that, that inner child, you know, what are her needs? We've just shut down our needs for so long, you know, like I was doing with the pretending my needs aren't important. What is important is that I lock this guy into a commitment for yes. the rest of his life, you know, and that way I can prove that I'm worthy, you know, yes. finally, yes. if I lock him in, then I'm done. Everything's yes. going to be okay. I mean, but then I'm going to be in a miserable relationship that's probably going to end up in divorce because I just denied who I was and what I yes. wanted. And I had yeah. no idea. I mean, I didn't have any idea what I wanted. I didn't have any idea of the values. And you know, what's so important is when we're meeting people is to see how you can, you know, maybe down the future, like if I'm on the first few dates with people, knowing that it's going to take seven or eight dates, you know, a lot of times before you feel the chemistry and wanting to know where can you grow together in this path? Is this person going to be someone that's going to be growing with you? Like my partner, um, you know, being a musician and, and the sound journey and the healing and then I, my coaching and working together as a team to heal others so that, you know, we've got a big idea, a big concept and we're, we're our, where our foundation isn't coming from desperation, but from something solid. So knowing that about these people that you're dating, I mean, where, how do they fit into your life other than they, you know, have beautiful curly hair and blue eyes, you know? <laughs> You know, that is, yeah, to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, you know, what happens is you go get somebody else with beautiful curly hair and blue eyes and they're the same person, right? Because this is what you're looking at instead of looking at, you know, the heart and, you know, and also valuing yourself. That is huge. That's huge. And that, yeah, that's huge. Because that's one thing I can definitely say was a part of my journey as well. You know, I had to learn how to love myself, you know, and it and took some time to do it. You know, said, okay, I gotta love me and I gotta learn, you know, what do I like and what do I want? Because as women, a lot of times we absorb ourselves in our partners anyway. You know, it's like, you know, all of a sudden everything that they want is the most important. You know, and especially if you deal with a narcissist, you know, they're going to make you feel small anyway, and they're going to make you feel like you're not enough. And then if you're already thinking that you're not enough, it's like a double whammo, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, and those patterns are just from childhood that we don't even recognize, you know, yeah. we're just, you know, it's just normal for us. Like if we grew up with narcissists, that's what normal is. And that's what love is to us until we can see. And that's what's so important. Like with Tam Tammy, you can see different things that, that, you know, that I can't see, you know, we've, we've got all got blinders on. So yes. it's really great to have a coach that can help you shift and see from a different, yeah. you know, set of eyes. And sometimes you, you just need to see from the loving angels set of what would that loving angel say about you yeah. you know and, and let's just let's just operate from that for a week you know what she would say and what she would do you know if you're saying you don't have the capacity let's ask her what she would do you know yeah yeah yes all right so if there's one thing in and not in your business or your life that you've been curious about what would that be if there was one thing that I've been curious about, yeah, gosh, <laughs> that's a very big question. Um, you want me to share one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the one thing that I'm curious about is 
why does everything in the future have to go back to apocalyptic? You know, like the walking dead and the, the, the strain and all these things. Why we got to go back to riding horses and stuff? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny. Well, I think, um, for me, it would be always, I'm thinking about nature and the trees. You know, one big question I always am thinking is like, what is, you know, what are these trees? What are they thinking? You know, what is, the, you know, are they listening to me? And I know that that there we've got connections and I wish I knew more, you know, I wish I could understand more about how they feel about me. Um, the whole, you know, the whole universe. I mean, I was watching the trees. We were at this beautiful um, dances of peace last night and I saw the trees swaying and I, we were in a rose garden. My my boyfriend was playing the djembe and we were all dancing and I thought here we are in this beautiful rose garden with these beautiful tall trees and just ver you know everything was so verdant and, nice. and what are they thinking you know I, I think I'm sure they're really enjoying this but I really wish I knew more you know you know you could always ask them yeah you're right <laughs> Well, I was thanking them. Thank you for being here, you know, with that yes. beauty and the glory. And it's so magnificent because here we are thinking we're alone. My gosh, there's evidence we're not alone. Go outside. The trees, yes. the hummingbirds, you know, the flowers. Yes. I mean, those are all gifts. How can we ever say that, you know, we're not enough or that we're, you know, because we've gotten, we're gifts are just gifts or a, a abounding you know they're everywhere I mean, yes and we're so blessed you know and so how could we ever say we lack just go outside you know see i feel like that about the water mm. I feel like you know i could just go and just be at the water i am good you know as long as i can get to the water and it doesn't have to be i mean i love the ocean but it could be a lake you know it could be well i was gonna say it could almost be a pond honestly I love it when I can get in the bath. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's such a healing, you know, such a healing element. And I love that book, the secret life of water. It's so beautiful, yeah, you know, yeah. and so tranquil. As soon as you hear it and see it, you know, your, your body's just shifting and yeah, yes, yes. beautiful like gift, right? energy shifter, you know, and, and it's, it's, yeah. I tell people all the time, I said, I miss the water so bad is why I moved here because there's so much water everywhere. I mean, there's lakes everywhere and, you know, there's the ocean, there's the sound, all that. And it's just so beautiful. And I just, you know, I used to tell people when I was younger that I believe that God lived at the water. I that God what? Lived at the beach. Oh yeah. Because that's where I, when I would go to the beach, it seems like that was how I got a better connection. You know, mm. not that, not that we didn't have a connection before, but it's almost like, it seems like to me when I was younger, that's where I could hear God speak. That's beautiful. You're really listening to your soul, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. All right. So if somebody wanted to work with you, what would be a way that you would connect with them? Well, I have a ladies group on Facebook, um, Joy and Fulfillment, Create the Relationship You Deserve. I have Joyful Relationship Coaching page on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, but just send me a message. You know, we could just get, get clear on what you need in your life. I mean, because really that's what we need is clarity and working with me would be great if it's a fit. 
If not, maybe working with Tammy would be a fit, but we have a lot of resources, right? At least let's, you know, let me help you um, get some clarity on what your next steps are. So, I mean, I, I would love to offer that to anyone listening, you know, um, that free um, Zoom call, have a nice coffee chat and um, come away with some wonderful insight. Yes, that is awesome. That's awesome. All right. So tell the people where they can find you on uh, LinkedIn and all these places. Like, are you, are you joyful coaching on every, everywhere? Joyful relationship coaching on Facebook. Okay. And um, well, Marikita Solis on, on Facebook too. Okay. Um, and joy and fulfillment. That's the ladies group. Okay. Uh, on Facebook. So, but yeah, um, I'm out there. I have marikitasolis.com, the webpage. Um, sign up at the little, um, <laughs> sign up at the link and we'll get going. We'll have a beautiful chat. I love meeting people. So, I mean, I love talking with you, Tammy, because you got such a beautiful energy. I know it's, it's amazing, right? I know I, I laugh. I said, we have such a connection and we had it the first time we talked. she's amazing and and when I I saw that we were doing the interview I was like oh yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes you just need to talk to people that have a beautiful energy you know sometimes you're 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 in your day and you're like you know what I need you know some beautiful energy you know and for me um I don't know if you know a lot about human design but I recently found out that I was a reflector in human design and so that makes sense to me now why I need people with beautiful energy. You know, I just, I cannot do toxicity at all on any level. I'm not doing it. You yeah. know, and it made sense to me, you know, that that's why, because I'm a reflector. <laughs> I don't have any defined centers. And so, you know, for me, it's like, you know, people that are, are positive and have beautiful spirits such as yourself, you know, those are the kind of people that I need to be around. You know, and so that 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 was amazing. All right, so we have had such an amazing chat here. Um, if you are looking for um, help in this area that we've talked about, Marquita is your girl. She can help you um, to raise your vibes and get you to a place where you are creating and co-creating your life and stepping into your feminine empowerment. So if that's something that you are looking for, make sure that you connect with her. Her details will also be in the description of the video or the audio, wherever you are watching or listening to it, so you can connect easily with her. But um, I have had such a pleasure having this conversation. I wish I could talk to her for like two more hours. (laughs) We'll just have to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) maybe for the tv show this time as well but i'm super excited that she's chosen to come on here on straight out of savannah talking with tammy and just share you know a little bit about her life and about her life's mission because that is what it's all about here because she is changing the planet so if you are changing the planet and you want to come on make sure you send me a message but we're so grateful that you've joined and that you've listened or that you've uh, watched wherever you are, um, whatever platform you're watching or listening on. Um, but again, thank you so much for joining in there, Kita. It's been so fabulous and I'm so honored that you've chosen to spend these few minutes with us. Thank so, you, Tammy. So Anytime, welcome. I love it. <laughs> yep, we'll do it again. All right. <laughs> I know you've been blown away with the amazing value here today. Now go out and inspire the planet.
and be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy.